0: Hello everyone and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Tricia. We're wearing costumes. If you're not watching, you're missing out. I'm dressed as a captain. And I am Lady Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. (laughs) Have you seen that? I think it was on Vine, but it was a clip of someone was filming the Statue of Liberty in Vegas. And this little kid it's just like little kid voices in the background. And one of them goes, It's the Statue of Litterby. And then a little girl goes, I'm gonna shit my pants. Wait, yes, I have seen that. Now that you say that. (laughs) I love that video. Yeah. And I love referring to it as the statue of Litterby. Well, that's me. Yeah. now She's the statue of Litterby.
1: I love it. I always want to say, like, pod the internet stopcast. (laughs) I don't know why. It's like an intrusive thought that comes in. Like pod the internet stopcast now i'm gonna
0: have that in my head
1: and not be able to say it correctly you're gonna like mix it up for every
0: intro now i i did that with california pizza kitchen i used to say california pizza chicken (laughs) and i was like (laughs) unable to say california pizza kitchen as a child and i would always say chicken Uh, and sometimes it slips out actually i don't think i talk about the california pizza chicken that (laughs) much but when you do when i do
1: (laughs) it comes out the chicken
0: yeah so this is part two of our spooky stories episode. We just had so many. So we needed mm-hmm. to do another part. I feel like we should just hop into it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Eek. Wait, so many crazy things happened after we filmed it. I feel like so many coincidences happened like in our own lives. Hopefully we'll be able to share about them later. I also saw another Matrix glitch story on TikTok. I DM'd it to you. I don't know if you watched it yet. Not yet. I thought you were gonna say you saw the glitch. I was like, what? This glitch (laughs) that I saw the video about Mm -hmm. was People were finding human teeth like all over, like p- apparently many people, like, I don't know, hundreds, thousands, millions, like I don't know how many it is, but they find human teeth like just one singular tooth like in a really random place like one of the comments on this video was I bought a couch and the couch was like in a box and then they were setting it up in a new apartment and they took all the pieces out of the box set up the couch and then turned around and there was just a human molar just sitting on the pillow I was just gonna ask if it was like adult or baby teeth and the
1: adult teeth makes it way worse yeah
0: and also the fact that it's a molar and not like a front tooth I don't know something about a front tooth isn't as scary but a molar is freaky the molars do the hard work of chewing the food that is so true. The molars are the powerhouses of the mouth. (laughs) I don't know if I believe that, but that's something where it's like, okay, all these people in the comments, like they could all be lying. They could all want to get in on something. Yeah. The video could just be BS or I don't know, a coincidence. And then all these people are like, oh my God, that happened to me too. Like, who knows? That is something that I will start to subscribe to if I find a tooth. Yeah. But I don't think I want to. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'm not to any anyone who's planting teeth anywhere like I'm not interested I really don't want one but I yeah I agree like if I
0: found one I would believe I yeah I would be questioning a lot of things yeah if I found a human tooth a human molar somewhere that it's just not supposed to be it's so random they should do DNA tests on them to see whose teeth it is because I think you can do that with teeth right yeah I wonder if they did that if everyone saved the tooth that they received what would the DNA be like I need to know right what if it was your own dna ew
1: <laughs> that's scary <laughs>
0: Ugh, i guess it
1: could be an alternate trish just lost a tooth and popped up ew that's
0: really weird to think about well now that my skin is crawling <laughs> yeah now that we're all spooked i think we're ready yeah let's do it <laughs>
1: ready all right (laughs) I'm scared of teeth <laughs> me too. So there were a few stories from last episode that I can't stop thinking about. And now I feel like the teeth, it's going to be stuck with me. I know? heard a
0: sound last night of what I thought was a sound from my attic and I went spiraling. So oh, I was I'm spiraling sure. because of that. Yeah, now I'm going to spiral because of teeth.
1: Yeah. I thought I was having some weird dreams like the past two nights too. I and had nightmares I, yeah, too. I woke up and I'm like, oh, oh no. See, this is why we shouldn't do this to ourselves. Yeah, I know. Is it the stories getting to us or is it real? <laughs> okay alright let's stop here we go (laughs) I was about four or five years old and my parents had just separated my mom was living in a two bedroom apartment I had my own room but I preferred to sleep in her bed whenever I was staying with her our two bedrooms were at the end of a hallway directly across from each other our apartment was on the first floor and I remember that it was in the middle of the summer and my mom had a window open in her room which was directly behind the bed above the headboard anyway I woke up in the middle of the night and remember sitting up and seeing that our cat was sitting in the door frame of my mom's room. Her door was open and you could partially see into my bedroom. This was strange because our cat was typically always in bed with us. As I was watching him, he walked into my bedroom and meowed. I turned to face my mom and wake her up. In the 3 4 seconds it took her to wake up and ask me what was wrong, we both looked back up in the door frame and there was a man standing by my open door making his way out of my bedroom. I still don't know how she managed to do it so quickly, but my mother proceeded to pick me up and literally throw me out of the screen window. Again, we were on the first floor and it was maybe a 3 foot drop to the ground. She quickly followed and we were able to start screaming for help and someone called 911. The police came but didn't see any signs of forced entry, only that our front door was unlocked which led them to believe Leave, the man must have exited that way the strange thing was that my mom swore up and down that she had locked the door that night with a deadbolt and chain lock about a week later she was cleaning in the kitchen and opened up our water heater closet and found a notebook with names and drawings as well as a pair of gloves and some gum wrappers the police were called again but all they could do was speculate that the man had been in our house and hid until we were asleep
0: no what, what? is that the end yeah <gasps> What the frick? Ew. Was he coming in and out? I don't... (gasps) does he have a key to the house does he or like well she said chain but like i don't know ew ew a notebook with names and drawings and he left it in your home what kind of drawings i just have so many questions same the cat why was the cat mentioned i feel like you know what i mean or did the cat wake (laughs) them up is that why they they mentioned it and then they i I don't know and why was the guy just walking out of the bedroom why did he why was he in the was he just watching them sleep? like did he have malintent and then why did he leave did he realize that they were getting out of the house like yeah I that's have so what, many questions
1: if he was leaving i would stay inside right like why didn't you stay in the bedroom yeah. and
0: just close and lock the door but i guess you didn't know if he was leaving right. the whole apartment Ooh, i don't like ew that. that's crazy i thought it was going to be a ghost but then they found physical Same. evidence
1: and i was picturing like a professor McGonagall type of thing where it's like the cat turns into oh yeah <laughs> i was like where are we going with this yeah
0: oh no it's worse that it's a person yeah no thank you the gum wrappers too ew. sorry okay i'm done can't even clean up after yourself yeah <laughs> rude when I was seven years old, I was walking to my babysitter's house all by myself. She only lived a block from the schoolyard. I'd done it all the time. This car pulls up beside me on the road, and the driver keeps gesturing me to come closer and shouting, come here, come here. I'm frozen on the sidewalk and shaking my head no while my knuckles turn white, clinging to my backpack. All he says before driving off is stay away from Christina, and then I never saw him again. Christina was one of my on-and-off-again friends in grade school, along with another girl who alternated between hating me and being bu- buddy buddy. I had completely forgotten about it after a while and went on being on again off again with both of them. In fifth grade the other girl invited me to the pop machine in the back hall at lunch. Okay cool. Quality time with a girl I've known since I was a baby. Sure. We get back to the classroom and Christina tells me that people were playing with my lunch and hid my stuff but she was nice enough to bring it back for me. I started drinking the pop I'd bought for lunch and something was really off. I spit it out and ran for the water fountain to rinse my mouth out. Turns out Christina and her sister had topped up my drink with Lysol. If I drank much more, I probably would have been stupidly sick. The police were called and a restraining order was put on both of them. It was delightfully ineffective, however, because the school was so small there was no separate class to put them in. They got three and four day suspensions. I have no idea if the two events are related, who that man was, or how he knew how bad Christina was at the time, but that memory sticks with me to this day. I, like, can't tell if that's wholesome or or crazy or, like, I mean in a weird way it's like it's possible that that man was Christina's like dad or brother right or something and then maybe like this girl Christina always went home and told her family about how much she like actually hated you I don't know yeah and then they wanted I, I don't know I feel like there, there could be a logical answer to that but that's also crazy
1: I know it's weird that like it if it was a man who knew how bad Christina was, wouldn't he be telling everyone to stay away from her? Like, yeah. why was this one person
0: singled out? The reason I'm thinking it might have been someone that Christina knows is because, like, what if she went home and she was like, OP sucks. Like, she's always mean to me, just like making up lies yeah. about OP. And then Christina's brother is like, Oh, I'm going to tell her to stay away from you. And saw the girl and was like, Hey, stay away from Christina. So it was more like a, <laughs> a threat. Yeah, like a threat yeah. than a warning. But if she's childhood friends with her and there's not that many people in the class, so the school's pretty small, Mm -hmm. you would think that everyone's family knows everyone. Like, we went to small schools. Everyone (laughs) knew everyone's siblings and parents and whole family. So you would think that she would have recognized someone if it was Christina's family member. I don't know. That's so freaking weird. Who was the man? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Ew. Weird. That was weird. Maybe it was just someone looking out for her. Yeah, true. From the other side. (laughs) Maybe. All right. My aunt was home alone when she heard someone open the door and walk in the hallway. Since her husband, my uncle, was not supposed to get home for a few hours, she went downstairs to see if someone was there. She did not see anyone, but outside the door, she saw footsteps in the snow leading to the door, but not away from it. This got her nervous, and on a second glance, she saw an unfamiliar pair of shoes in the hallway she ran up and called the police and when they came and searched through the house they found a homeless man hiding in a storage room holding my uncle's shotgun but luckily he had not found the ammunition it was hidden in another place he was arrested but according to my aunt it was the scariest thing she has ever experienced
0: ew that is so gross
1: (laughs) not gross terrifying yeah (laughs) i know we have to be careful we can't say ew yeah (laughs) That's, like, those other stories that we read, too. There's just
0: way too many. Just people,
1: like, sneaking in and just camping out in someone's house with or without a weapon. It
0: doesn't matter. It's still, like, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. This is why I low-key don't ever want a big home that I don't use all the rooms in. Mm -hmm. I feel like even if your house isn't that big, there's probably still rooms that you don't go into every day. And there's some rooms that you don't go into like at all. Yeah. Or like people that have two houses or like an apartment attached to the house. So it's like two houses in one. In a way. Someone could just always be living there and you wouldn't even know. It's mm-hmm. like a self-sustaining space. Right. That someone would not need to enter your home at all, but they would still be like squatting there. hmm Ew. And you would never know because mm-hmm. you don't go in there unless it's like an off reason or like you hear something. Ew. Gross. it Scary. just scares me because it's like are these people
1: targeting these houses do they know the patterns of these people and like know what rooms they
0: don't use and stuff that's the creepiest part to I me. know and yeah it's also creepy when yes just finding someone in your house living there is terrifying but that doesn't necessarily mean the person's like a killer right. or like a terrifying person like maybe they just were I'm not trying to cut anyone slack but I'm just saying that like not every Everyone that squats in a house is like a horrible killer that has like malintent. Like maybe they're maybe they're just like desperate and they think that it's okay for some reason to squat in someone's house. I don't know. I don't know. It's not an excuse. But (laughs) it's scary when they have a weapon. Or like I don't know, you find them in these like crazy situations. Like the one story we read on the last episode, the guy was like waiting outside the shower door, yes, with a knife, a kitchen knife, and it's like, what are you, what? And you just, he just snuck into her house when she was getting the mail. Like that is terrifying. Yeah. And why? Yeah. Why? Why are they doing this? Yeah. And where do you live? That like I don't know. It's just weird. Like where is this happening? Right. I guess it could happen anywhere. Ew. Scary. I saw a dude standing next to my truck with an unnaturally wide smile. I was on Highway 49 East right outside of Greenwood, Mississippi. wait I love that they like come with receipts like exactly (laughs) where they were I heard hail hit my truck a few times so I pulled over expecting a tornado I was grabbing my backpack getting ready to bail out for the ditch I turned back to the driver's side window to check my mirror and this guy was just standing there smiling it scared me so bad I just slammed the truck and drive and got out of there they made a whole horror movie about people smiling it's just creepy yeah smiling can just be so scary especially when
1: there's no reason to be smiling or it's super out of place that i think that's one of the things that scares me the most Ew. there's this youtube video everyone go look it up it's called the 3 a.m smiling man i don't know if i've ever told you about it i think i'm at it probably daily because i it's your
0: roman empire
1: yeah. <laughs> the 3 a.m. smiling man. When I commute to work, it's typically dark outside and I drive. So I like walk to my car and I, it's just always very dark and quiet in the hours of when I'm coming and going. And the video is dark and quiet and it's like outside in just like a nice neighborhood, like subdivision type place. And it's just a very creepy video, but he's just smiling the whole time. And I just oh. don't want to ever walk out of my front door and see someone standing there smiling smiling at me ew and i feel like i think about it so much that i might accidentally manifest it by accident oh my god i've definitely
0: manifested things by accident <laughs> i'm powerful yeah.
1: i don't know my own power <laughs> yeah
0: ew that's so scary yeah i would try to stop thinking about that yeah i'm working on it i'm like yeah just never think about that yeah. again ew that's so creepy gross gross
1: gross gross my mom was driving and a guy ran out in the road so she stopped so she couldn't hit him it was nighttime so it was pretty dark out and three other men emerged from the forest around all trying to use the door handles of her car to get in she locked them luckily and gassed it to the nearest town remember to always lock your car after you start it because if it wasn't unlocked who knows what would have happened to her i think about this too i have to say i just need some some help need to watch some nicer things.
0: I feel like it could be good to think about it because if you're thinking about it, then that helps you be aware. Mm -hmm. But this is such I feel like a common thing. Yes. Right after we recorded, this is one of the coincidences. I saw a meme that said you come up and like pull up to this. What do you do? And it was a really dark road at night and it was only illuminated like in this small area from headlights. And there was like five planks of wood in the road that all had spikes in them. God. And so in theory, you could get out and like push one or two to the side and keep going. Mm -hmm. But that's clearly a trap. Yeah. Like you get out of your car to move it and Mm -hmm. someone's either going to get in your car or Mm -hmm. get you or both. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what do you do? It's just so scary. And then, yeah, like someone jumps out into the road and like your first thought is like, oh, my God, are they okay? Like I'm going to help them. But that's that actually could be dangerous. Yeah,
1: I know. I've heard. I remember, like, growing up, I would hear these like little like myths. It was like people would throw eggs at a car because when you do the windshield wipers, it like covers your windshield if you have like a egg splatter <gasps> on your car, so you have to stop, and then that gives people the chance to like do whatever they ill-intentioned action they had planned. Or I also have heard people put like abandoned like baby strollers or something on the sides of the road to bait people too. So I always think about like. When I'm driving at night, I'm like, just don't stop. Don't get out of my car. Don't stop. Not that yeah. I've ever seen any of these things, but, like, I don't
0: know. No, <laughs> so it's so good spooky. to be aware of, like, the tactics that yeah. people use for those things. And I have heard so many stories about people using kids. Mm-hmm. They, like, they make their – it's honestly Horrible that people use their kids for that. But they put kids like either on the side of the road or like right in the middle of the road because almost anyone would stop to help a child, like a mm-hmm. that that's just alone at night, and then you get out of the car, same thing. Yeah. So at this point, I don't even know what I would do if I saw a child in the middle of the road. Like I might, if it, if I was driving and it was like dark and I was on some weird back road and there was no other cars and I saw a child in the middle of the road, I would hope that I would just start calling calling 911 as soon as I saw them like from however far away and then not stop but like maybe slow down and like start driving slow I I don't it's like so hard it's like a moral dilemma because it could be a kid that actually needs help or it could be a trap and it's like how often is there a kid in the middle of the road at night Mm -hmm. and it's not a trap like I don't know I would hope that I would just, like, slow down and then maybe open a window, crack a window. Right. And then if I saw any other movement, just speed off.
1: Yeah.
0: Ugh, that's just so scary. I, I hope we're scaring you. I know. <laughs> hope we're making you paranoid, whichever way. Yeah. Also, just a pro tip for anyone. If someone approaches you when you're in your car or walking to your car after you just went to, like, Target or a store or parking lot, whatever, do not ever get out of your car. I've heard no. so many stories about women will approach approach someone that's in a car either they just parked or they just got back to their car and they're like oh like my wife's car broke down or my car broke down it's around the back like will you please help me or like come over here and help me just you can't help them like Mm -mm. Most people couldn't even help in that Mm -hmm. situation. So literally say, okay, no worries. I'm going to stay here and call the police. They're the ones that are actually going to be able to help you. Yeah. And I I would think that anyone with malintent would get the heck out of there if they knew police were coming. But just never, I just feel like people can be too trusting sometimes. And also just people's kindness can be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. So just try to be aware, especially if it's at night and there's not that many people around. Don't scary. Don't open your windows all the way. Yeah. Don't get out of the car. Don't unlock your doors. Yeah. And locking the car as soon as you get into it. Yes. And like at a gas station. I think I've told this story in the podcast before, but my cousin's friend was at a gas station and she got out. And what most people do at a gas station is you have all the windows down if it's warm out. You get out. You don't lock your car. Yeah, you're, you're outside of your car. Yeah. So. And your driver's door, a lot of people have it stay open. And then everything else is just unlocked. And you're dealing with the pump and standing there until it's done. She was doing that. And I kind of forget this story, but a group of men like came up to her car and I think they opened the passenger door and grabbed her backpack, like her purse and they were like looking for a key but they couldn't find it so they just took the whole purse and her car key was a fob and it was in the backpack so then she didn't have a car key but apparently there's been stories where at a gas station people will come up to your car and like jump in and just start it and drive away because Mm -hmm. it is so easy to start cars like that that have a fob and then the key is already in the car and they know that because it wouldn't start unless the key was in the car so then they have the car after that so that didn't happen to her i guess i don't know exactly the story but she was like two hours from home and her boyfriend her husband had to drive down with a spare key because she couldn't leave the gas station because she didn't have a key because they stole her whole backpack that's horrible i know so crazy My uncle's like, so always lock your car, like be aware. And of course, like I forgot that like as soon as I left and I probably should be more aware. Yeah. Just another thing to look out for. Yeah. Be safe. I just wish people spent their time in better ways than I know. stealing cars and tricking people at night. Oh, I know. It's so sad. It's so sad that that's what people use as like scam tactics, just yeah. like taking advantage of nice people.
1: Yeah.
0: One night last summer, I was walking my dog in the backyard and I heard a mumbling sound coming from the gate on the side of the house. Suddenly, my dog goes crazy and barks like her life depended on it. I ran to the side of the house to find a burglar about to smash my window in. I frantically pick up my dog and shout, what are you doing? You would think that the guy would run off after being caught red-handed, but instead he turned to me and responded in a calm, deep voice, My friends are almost here. You should go. (gasps) What? I bolted inside the house and called the police. I locked all the doors and hid in the locked bathroom with my dog. After a few minutes, I heard more voices. The guy wasn't bluffing. At this point, I'm holding onto my spoiled puppy, praying that nothing happens to us. The police arrive and catch one of the guys almost immediately, but the others hopped over the wall and fled into the hills. A police car was stationed in my neighborhood for a few months after the incident, and we never heard more from the bandits. I guess this can be considered creepy since nobody really expects it to happen happen to them <gasps> it can be that's terrifying ew just this guy's so calm so
1: calm my friends are on their way
0: yeah you don't want to get out of here excuse me No. What would you do if you were outside of your own home and you saw someone breaking in? I like don't think I would confront them. No.
1: You know what? I've thought about that a lot too just because I just, I'm like really (laughs) exposing myself and how paranoid I am. But sometimes I do think like at like my parents, like if I'm like leaving or something, like backing out of the driveway and I'm closing the garage, I'm like, what if someone just slipped right in? I have thought about that too. I'm like, I, I don't think I would go inside but I would immediately call the police and then then call my parents and be like, "Hey, no, yeah, like I lock lock yourself
0: somewhere well, safe." Well, the or, benefit now is that garage doors typically have that sensor, yeah, where if someone walks through it, it would just start opening, right? So at least they wouldn't i don't know like you would be able to see if it started opening again right but no that's so weird ew that's basically what happened to so many people in these stories like they weren't looking and someone like scurried into their house or something (laughs) scurried Ew, scurried (laughs) is such a scary word like when you're talking about creature word yeah Yeah. ew
1: yeah i don't know i don't think i would confront i think it would be dumb to confront someone who could potentially be very dangerous and harmful to you
0: yeah i think it would depend on the setting and like what they looked like because if they look just like a normal person in like like jeans and a t-shirt and they were like entering the front door or like messing with a window I might be like what are you doing like Mm -hmm. who are you because uh, part of me wouldn't even know like (laughs) that they were trying to break in but if they were wearing like all black and they had one of those like (laughs) I don't even know what this thing is called a crowbar yes (laughs) is that the thing that's like a an s-curve like piece of metal yes if they had like a crowbar or like a knife or something and they were like pounding on a window trying to break it i think i would walk the other way like i don't think i would go up to someone with a crowbar Mm -mm. who is dressed in black and like pounding on a window like i just how would i fight they have a crowbar i have nothing right that's terrifying but then i'm like jeans and t-shirt i would just be confused yeah i don't know but then like what what if something's in their pocket true you know Yeah, I just don't think I would be walking up and confronting people. No.
1: I mean, for my job, we have trainings on what to do if there's ever an emergency situation where there's like a person that's a threat to people. Very, very last resort is confront them. If you have no other option, then fight. But it is recommended by professionals to hide and like run away and, you know. Yeah. Keep yourself safe. So...
0: Yeah. Don't try and be the hero. (laughs) See, that's exactly why when someone asks you for help or whatever in a public space and they're like help me with my car like don't try to be the hero Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't know how to work a car even if you do know how to work a car that's creepy it's just weird professionals for that yeah yeah and like you could be a good Samaritan and want to help them but it's not your responsibility to get out of your car late at night or even during the day I'm sure it happens during the day but if you're getting weird vibes or if someone is just acting like they need you to help them not anyone Mm -hmm. else like oh I can call the police like no I need you to help me absolutely not Absolutely not. Mm -mm. Creepy. Was home alone
1: with my little sister. I think I was about 13, so she would have been nine. My stepfather owned the shop below the house, and we had a driveway-type area next to that, which was gated off from the front parade of shops skated off so the public didn't have easy access to the area and used for storage for the shop one of the things he sold was gas bottles and they were stored there basically the side of the house was where the front door was and that opened onto this driveway slash storage area my sister and i were watching tv and it was probably about 9 or 10 p.m suddenly someone was banging at our front door which we ignored because it's late we are alone that's scary but the banging got loud and desperate we had a dog who was thankfully barking but also lights were on so probably obvious we were there so i cautiously went to the front door i was the older so had to be brave for my sister who was freaking out someone saw me through the window and was shouting fire at me i opened it and someone was on the phone to the fire brigade and the other was asking for a bucket of water Scared and could only find mixing bowls in the kitchen, I filled that up and gave it to them. Back and forth till the fire was out. Thankfully, they had walked past and basically noticed someone had started a fire right by those gas bottles. There were probably about 15 to 20 gas bottles there, just six feet away from the front of our house. Very scary and very lucky it ended without an explosion.
0: Wait, what? Was it like- Wait, I feel like that's wholesome- yeah. But someone started a fire?
1: Yeah, was it intentional?
0: I don't know. I mean, obviously don't start a fire next to gas bottles. I feel like that had to be intentional. Ew. Ew, that's kind of wholesome, but also... The banging's scary, but yeah. yeah once... I did not see it yeah. going in that direction. Right, I know. Wow weird. I was like 21, home alone, at an apartment my boyfriend and I were renting. Had been drinking. Our apartment had two entrances, one for the main building, the other a private one. My brother and I were both under 7 years old. He may be 4 and I 6. We were playing outside in the snow when a strange white car pulled into our long driveway. This was uncommon since our driveway was hidden. The window rolls down and a man with short hair and a goatee pulls out a camera and takes our picture. Then he rolls up the window and drives away. Never had any closure or or follow up on that situation but it freaked my mom out so bad ew <laughs> ew that's so scary i don't know why i'm laughing but like <laughs> i mean it's kind of a funny story but i feel like it's probably because they were deciding like which kids to kidnap or something yeah i i don't know why
1: but when you said like when you read it like white car goatee took a picture of us and left it just made me think of disney channel for some reason like <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like every time someone gets like kidnapped on Disney Channel, it's like a guy in like Who a white. Who Who is getting car. kidnapped on Disney Channel? <laughs> maybe no one. I don't know.
0: I don't think. On why Disney am I Channel? thinking of Disney Channel right Are now? Are you thinking of like a kidnapper van? Probably. Like the white van that's like for Oh, handy. maybe. I feel like that's kidnapper vibes. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's getting kidnapped on Disney Channel though. (laughs) I feel like we have different memories of Disney Channel. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrifying. If I knew that happened to my kids, I would i would move houses or like never let them outside again or just install cameras i don't know i don't know when this was oh that's so creepy was
1: homesick one evening when i noticed my dog tensed up and looked towards my door then i saw the door handle jiggle i grew up in an area where there were a lot of home invasions so my door is always locked thank god i figured i must be crazy so i started walking over to look out the peephole and it happened again by the time i got to the peephole i couldn't see anything then i heard a door slam i tried to shake it off but i I felt very weird about it, so I called the non-emergency police line the next day. A deputy came, and I was talking to him in my breezeway about what happened when my neighbor, an older man in his 40s, 50s, came out and said, yeah, that was me. The deputy looked stunned, and then the guy said, yeah, I got a call that my boat was sinking, so I was in a hurry and didn't realize I had the wrong apartment. The deputy told him it made no sense and said I could go inside, and he continued to question the man. It was so weird. Same guy told my upstairs neighbor he could hear when she showers. I called the store leasing agent Agent and told them, and she immediately had a second deadbolt and chain
0: installed for me. I don't believe him. That's creepy. That is weird. The wrong door. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could happen, but like, okay. Uh Although I've heard many stories about people entering homes that aren't theirs when they're drunk. My friend had a story in college where she had an apartment with one other girl and they had separate bedrooms. They had this blanket, like a throw blanket on the couch in the living room. And my friend's in this room and she sees someone open her bedroom door and it's all dark. So she just kind of sees like a human figure and they're wrapped in this blanket. They came in the room or something and she realized it was a guy and then he just like turned around and walked out and then the Ew. blanket was moved and their door was open yeah i think they had a front door and then they had like a sliding door in the back they lived on like this row of houses so they figured that it was probably just like a drunk guy that went into the wrong house and then when he noticed that he was in the wrong house he left but it's just so weird that yeah. like if you don't lock your door literally anyone could come in mm-hmm. it's so weird i remember a few years ago i was photographing a wedding at this like camp campsite. I also might have told this story on the podcast, so sorry if I'm repeating myself, but we were staying in cabins. It was a children's camp where in the summer, it was like the parent trap style. And then in the fall, they had a few weekends where they would have weddings before it got too cold. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So we had to sleep in the cabins and they didn't have locks because it was like a children's camp and they didn't have heat or anything. So me and the other photographer were like bundled up in these little beds and I am trying to fall asleep. And I was kind of scared because it's in the middle of the woods. Like it was actually so scary being there. I'm like, is there a fence around or like can anyone just like enter these campgrounds and into this cabin but I'm trying to fall asleep and I hear the door open and I'm like and it's pitch black in there I'm like oh my god someone's coming in and I'm watching like from under the covers and this guy walks in and I was sleeping like closer to the bathroom side and he just like walks into the bathroom and I hear him start peeing (laughs) and I started like my like relief washed over me and then he just like walks out and I was like that guy has no idea that people are sleeping in here because there was a bunch of bunks that were being used by wedding guests and uh-huh. they were all kind of on like one side of the pond and then me and the other photographer were on the other side of the pond closer to where the reception was but no guests were staying over there so he was definitely just wandering around but it was so scary at the oh time oh my god and then the next day i was like dying laughing telling her what happened but thank god it was just a peeing drunk guy yeah that sounds like the start of like every horror movie i ever. know oh my I god i know and it it was probably more scary for him because if he realized that there was people sleeping there, he probably would have been so freaked out, because yeah. he I'm sure didn't mean to disturb people. He was just like, "Oh, an empty cabin with a bathroom, I'll use it, right. yeah. <laughs> This story was titled Stranger Jumped Into My Car at a Gas Station. I wonder if this will relate to my gas station story. (laughs) So this happened a few years ago. I was about 18. I'm 25 now, but I still think about it relatively often. Anyway, I was in a local gas station after my work shift. It was around 12 a.m. as I was a closer where I worked. I didn't actually need gas. I just stopped for a drink. So I parked in a parking spot rather than at a pump. As I walked out of the gas station, a tall, skinny man, probably in his 30s, called out to me. He asked if i knew him i replied that i didn't and he asked if i'd like to i told him i'd like to go home that i'd just gotten off of work and i was tired now it's important to mention that i was still wearing my work shirt and name tag in hindsight i realized this was probably not a great idea i turned away from the man and started walking to my car and he started following me he called me beautiful said he liked my hair and then asked me to give him a ride home i politely declined and repeated that i just wanted to go home he then told me he was harmless and asked again I said no more firmly, and he said okay, but then asked me for a hug. I declined the hug, duh. But then he suddenly leaned forward and kissed my cheek. Ew. Ew. Then he ran around and hopped into my passenger seat. I felt sick to my stomach and screamed at him to get the F out of my car or I'd call the police. He put his hands up, said okay, and got out and started walking away. I ended up telling the local police about him and found out that he had previous charges for drugs, SA, and assault with a deadly weapon. I decided not to go to that gas station anymore. Why is he on the streets? I was just charges. I guess he was never like convicted. That's insane. Remember where I said I had my work shirt and name tag? This is where the info becomes relevant. A few days later, while I was at work, we got a call. My boss answered it and said it was a call for me from my Uncle Richard. I don't have an Uncle Richard. I declined the call. Two days after the call, the man showed up at my work and again asked for me by name. <gasps> Luckily, I was standing in the back by the security monitors and recognized him. My boss told him I wasn't there and let me work in the back for the rest of the day. I filed a police report for stalking and I never saw him again. What? Oh my Gosh, there was a follow up to that story, just an- another gas station story. And they said, Here in Phoenix, for two years, there was a person that did SA and he was able to get his victims at gas stations and car washes, places where women might get in and out quickly and have a passenger door unlocked. You are very lucky. You might want to follow up with the police to see if he has been arrested.
1: That's insane. I was getting like
0: angry listening
1: about how persistent he is. Cause I'm yeah, like, how do people know? not get the message like you're scaring someone or they're just saying no and you need to respect that yeah like, just because
0: they're they don't they're a criminal they don't even care but yeah
1: exactly oh my god that is so terrifying and just makes me feel gross and icky and
0: it's so scary yes it makes me just want to avoid being alone at night at all costs
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's also scary because like we live in a very populated area but then when you go places that aren't populated you could be like the only only person in the parking lot Mm -hmm. or even in populated areas. There's times where that would happen. It's just so scary. Oh, my God. I have a story, a personal story. I just (gasps) thought of this. I was at Marshall's and just, I didn't buy anything, so I was on my way out, and as I was walking towards the door, these two guys walked in, and it almost seemed like it was a dad and a son, like, not a child son, maybe, like, a teenager age. It was one of those stores where the entrance and exit doors are right next to each other, just, like, swing open and closed when you walk up to them. So they walked in as I was walking out, and then as soon as I walked out, they walked out. Like, they fall, they came out right behind oh me. Oh,
1: my God. And I, I was ran. like...
0: I noticed it because I watched them walk in, but I thought nothing of it when they were walking in. But I just noticed that they were kind of, like, giggling and laughing. I don't even know if I, like, saw them or, like, felt them because I wouldn't have, like, turned around. Maybe I did. But I knew they were behind me. They literally walked out right after me, after. So they basically did a U. They walked into the store, immediately turned around in a U-turn and followed me out. And I was like, what the frick? Like, that was so weird. So I just stopped there and then went back in the store. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, that probably looked so weird, but I don't care. And I was in the store and I'm like, what do I do? Like, do I ask someone to walk me out? Mm -hmm. Do I just like follow other people out? Like, I don't know. And I saw multiple people checking out. One was a girl, probably about my age. And then there was a group of two guys. They looked about like teenagers and they just like looked normal. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wait until they check out and then go out with them. But I probably stood there for like five minutes Mm -hmm. deciding what to do and like with my heart. Heart pounding and then the girl walked out, and then I walked out after her. And then these two guys, who were like pretty tall and they looked athletic, they walked out after me. And then I just like went straight to my car and didn't see anything. And I watched both of them yeah. go to their cars too, mm-hmm. and nothing happened. But I was like, that was so weird. And like, of course, yeah. it was a coincidence. Like, maybe they walked in and then one of the guys got a text that was like we're already in the car and they walked out I don't know it could have been anything or it could have just been them like bored and they're like oh let's go like I don't know it could have mm. literally been anything but it was so weird the timing of it yeah and then they were just like giggling as they walked in and I'm like what are you laughing about literally are You're you weird yeah are you, are you having
1: fun scaring me like, yeah scaring strangers you don't even yeah. know.
0: yeah I'm like I probably looked weird but it's like would you rather look a little bit weird and then leave and never see these strangers again in your life or take a risk of walking to your car alone at night in a parking lot and who knows what's gonna happen who knows who knows creepy
1: that is creepy when i was 15 i hung out with some friends after school and got a ride home that night no one had been home all day so there were no lights on inside or out the friend that drove me home didn't stick around to see if i made it in <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> why not <laughs> So as I'm starting to make my way up the walkway to the front door, I sense someone waiting to meet me there. I calmly stop after taking a couple steps and say nope loud enough for the potential criminal to hear me, then briskly turn around and walk swiftly down the street, cut through a neighbor's backyard to get to the next street over, make my way to the nearest payphone, dial the police, and tell them I think there's someone trying to rob the house. I get back when a police officer arrives and he shines his flashlight around the door and sees footprints in the snow leading from around the house. He follows those and Sees they are around the entire house there was in fact someone waiting for me to open the door that night i laugh at the thought of their surprise to have some teenage girl acknowledge them from a distance and tell them not today
0: <laughs> that's insane people are just so creepy i know like where do they come from and also the footprints in the snow yeah, yeah where do they come from and it seems like there's so many of them and why did you pick this one house like right. did you know that a teenage girl was going to be getting home at night? Or were you just hoping that you would rob this house because it looked like nobody was home? Right. Oh.
1: Did you not care? You were leaving footprints all around the house too? Like,
0: yeah. I guess they just didn't care. Some
1: people are just real confident in themselves.
0: I don't yeah. know. Yeah. One time I was away for a couple days and then my sister and my parents were both away on like longer trips. And I got home and it had snowed and there was footprints leading up to my front door. <gasps> and I was like, what the heck? I was really freaked out. And then my dad found out that it was my neighbor walking up to the door like wondering if we needed help shoveling the driveway and the Aww. sidewalks because he realized that none of it was shoveled Aww. and he was just like checking in and I was like that is so scary like yes. it just you seeing footprints in a, in the snow is just kind of scary yeah It's funny. I woke up one morning and saw that I was late for school. I got up and on the way, I'm debating if I should take a shortcut to get there earlier and decided against it. Now, as I'm walking along, there was a man who was sitting in a chair near the sidewalk. He stopped me and asked me if I was late for school and he essentially started a conversation with me. Now, I was close to school, so I figured killing a few minutes before my next class wouldn't be a big deal. As this man keeps talking, he starts suggesting that I enter his house because he's got an Xbox One and a PS4 in there and that he wanted to split screen with someone else. I rejected the offer and he kept trying to persuade me to enter his house. This guy then gets in front of me essentially blocking off the sidewalk and starts asking me why I don't want to enter his house. I gave him a BS reason and I said I need to get going. At this point I'm thinking I have to get out of there because this guy is a creep and I don't want to know what he's capable of. I tried walking past him but this guy puts his hand on my shoulder and I decided to just run off right then and there. At the end of the school day I'm walking past the same place with a group of friends and outside of this guy's house are a bunch bunch of police officers and him standing on the curb with his wrist cuffs. I feel like I dodged a bullet that day. The same day? Yeah, what? The same day. Ew.
1: What was he planning? Never
0: go into someone's home. No ew that is so weird that is crazy i don't
1: like these stories where people are like they seem to be like waiting for you yes and it's like
0: but but why like
1: what did they what did i do or like do you know me yeah Like, like who am i to
0: you yes
1: yeah and, like, this guy was sitting on the sidewalk and just, like, all of a sudden struck up conversation with this. Would he have done it to anyone or just this one person? Yeah, that's so bizarre. What did he do to have the police called? I have so many right. questions. So weird. Ew. Gross. Gross. It was about nine or ten in the evening and I was heading home from a really bad date. It was a ten minute walk from where I was to my home and I stopped by a red light and waited. It was in the middle of the week and on the way from my date to the red light I've met like one person so there weren't a lot of people out. From nowhere I got a really bad feeling and I knew that someone was watching me. I turned around and there was a man right beside me. He stood just a bit too close. He saw that I've seen him and started talking about how nice the summer rain was. I ignored him and started walking, although the light was still red. He started walking too. I sped up for a bit, so did he. My fight, flight, or freeze immediately hit, and from nowhere, I stopped walking. He was caught off guard and took a few more steps before he stopped too. He asked me why I stopped, and I almost yelled at him that I didn't want to speak to him, that his behavior is freaking me out, and told him to just keep walking. He started to argue and I yelled, just go. He started walking slowly. I stood still watching him as he walked. The feeling in my stomach didn't leave, it was actually getting worse. He stopped by a bus stop and for a second I breathed out. He was waiting for the bus. Well, just next to the bus stop was an alley, a really dark alley and behind it a dark parking lot. He stared at me while he stood there, he was waiting for me. I tried to contact a friend, no answer. I hid behind some construction materials and on the third try I managed to contact a friend. She wasn't home and couldn't help me. She asked if there was anyone else there and I said no. Eventually there was a man and two women walking by. She told me to tell them what's happening. During this time, the guy hadn't stopped staring at me for a second. When I walked up to the group to ask if I could walk with them, he suddenly started walking away. I was right, he was waiting for me. I walked with the group for a bit, but they were turning left at the next red light, and I was going the other side. I thanked them for helping me. We walked our separate ways, and within seconds, the guy showed up again. I froze completely. and fortunately, the group caught it and ran over to me. The guy saw them, turned around, and walked away. They walked me to my doorstep, and I thanked them over and over again. I am 100% sure that he planned on doing something horrible to me. I am forever thankful for these three strangers who might have saved my life that night.
0: He just showed up again? (laughs) Why would you go to your own home? That's true too. Why did she keep walking to her own home? She should have gone with the group wherever they were going. Or just called the police. Like, I, okay, I like the idea like generally of talking to your friend when you're walking or like Mm -hmm. if you're in an Uber, talking to your friend and being like, I'm in this place. I'm in this place so that the driver and like whoever is around you if you're walking somewhere like they can hear that you're talking to someone and they know where you are and someone knows your location but if someone's actively following you on the street calling your friend like that's not going to do anything right like oh my friend wasn't home so she couldn't help me even if she was home what is she going to do unless she lives on that street Mm -hmm. what would your friend do you need to call the police Mm -hmm. or call an uber or call some I mean I I just don't know how calling your friend and that situation would help you get out of that situation yeah exactly unless they were going to get in their car and be there in the next two minutes to pick you up Mm -hmm. but it's like is that what she is that what she wanted and also like it would have just been safer if the police came and picked you up yeah exactly i don't know or, like, the fire department or something. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know. It's crazy. I feel like that goes back to... Remember,
1: like, in one of the earlier episodes, we were saying, like, just, like, call or just go yeah. to the doctor or whatever. Like, even if you think it's dumb or maybe not, like, real and yeah. you're being dramatic. Like, no. Like, if you feel like you're in danger, call the police. Yeah. Or even if it is something simple, like, your car breaks down or you feel like someone maybe is watching you but you're not sure, like,
0: yeah. call the police. And also, just so there's record of things happening like if that guy like now if he does it three more times to three other people and they all just call their friends like Mm -hmm. nothing's gonna happen to that guy true and so even if the police don't really do anything the first time or the second time like and i'm not saying that it's flawless like it's a flawless plan to call the police because yeah like there's so many stories where people call the police and they never come or they're just like too busy to care about like x y and z situation Mm -hmm. because they have other things going on like it's not flawless but like it could help you and save your life, and if they keep getting reports of the same person in the same general area, I feel like that's when something is done about it. Mm-hmm. So, just calling your friend or, like, just walking home and hoping he doesn't get you, like, especially if you're in walking distance of your home, like, are you never going to walk on that street again? True. Like, that was just one yeah. random day. Like, you could go on a walk tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so scary. Yeah. Ugh. I just
1: still am, like, I, I'm i so confused about where these humans come from. Yeah. Like, where did he go? Why does this man exist and why is yeah. he so determined to get this girl, like, alone or whatever? Yeah.
0: Where did he go when he walked away? Where'd you go?
1: Did he wake up that morning and decide, I'm going to really try and creep someone out and also maybe do something even worse to them
0: tonight? Probably. Or maybe he was just bored on the night and he's like, well, I'm going to do it. I don't know. What do criminals think about? I don't know. It's so weird. It is weird. Ew, she should not have gone home. No. She should not have. Like, especially because she walked with the people for a few minutes or a few blocks and then they turned one way and she went the other and he approached her again like he's obviously watching you even though you are with these other people yeah i don't know i'm not trying to victim blame but i do feel like this person could have done something differently that maybe would have been even safer than what they did do Mm -hmm. oh my god that's scary I was walking home in the early hours of the morning. A guy came up to me with a baseball bat and walked alongside me. He started making weird conversation about how weirdos come out this time of night. He drops a $5 bill on the ground and Loki dares me to pick it up. I sped up and made my way away from him, but the vibe was undeniably creepy. I didn't pick up the money. Ew. I dare you to pick that up. Like, (laughs) what? I feel like he wanted them to, like, bend over so they were in, like, a more vulnerable position. He could, like, hit the baseball bat and, like, they wouldn't be ready for it. Right. Ew. I'm never playing games with a stranger. Oh, I dare you to do that. No. Never. Ew. Ew. That's gross.
1: I just, like... (sighs) You're not looking casual carrying a baseball bat around at, like, 5 a.m. Like, no one has a baseball bat with them at 5 a.m. just casually. Yeah. You look
0: suspicious. And then you're like, oh, I dare you to pick it up. Come again? Yeah.
1: Absolutely not weird mm. walked past a parked car not too late at night walking home from the gym noticed people inside but didn't think too much of it got this crazy urge to run about 10 seconds later so i ran and then sat down and hid behind a car down a side street just out of nowhere yeah what <laughs> oh be were <right> back <laughs> okay sorry um the car screeched out of the parking lot down the street down my side street and then these guys started yelling telling me to come out and that they're going to kill me. They slowly drove past me with their high beams on and then kept going a bit further before they sped off. I have no idea what I saw or what was going on in that car but the whole thing freaks me out to this day. What? (laughs) What? Literally just (laughs) so shocked and confused and upset crying and screaming and throwing up that's insane good for you yeah honestly that's insane I I feel like I would feel silly just running so I just wouldn't even though I'd be like yeah something's telling me to run I'd be like nope sorry you can't look like a fool I know don't just don't ever be afraid to look like a fool yeah
0: exactly also when people are doing crazy stuff like this like they're crazier than you are People driving down a street being like, come out, come out, we're going to kill you. They're crazier than you. You could do anything and they're worse than you. Yeah. Such a good point. That's horrifying. When my aunt was about 16, she was working at a grocery store and had a boss in his mid-20s. One day, he called the house and was begging her to sneak out and hang out with him. She was considering it because it was her boss and she didn't want to say no. My mom, who was two years younger than her, always gets these incredibly spot-on gut feelings. She had one that night and begged my aunt not to go out with him. Thankfully, she listened to my mom and told him no, which made him really angry. He ended up going out that night and meeting another girl took her out to some cliffs and assaulted her and pushed her off (gasps) somehow she lived through this and was able to get him sent to prison oh my god well thank god i feel so sorry for that girl and so thankful for my mom and her gut feelings always trust your gut Ew. Holy cannoli. Oh, my gosh. I feel like when you have a job, like, as a teenager, it's, like, so sad because people need money. Mm -hmm. So then they, like, trust these bosses and, like, do whatever they say. But, like, anyone can be creepy. And then, like, the power dynamic is so Mm -hmm. scary because it's like, oh, well, if you don't do what I say, like, I could fire you. Or, like, it's just so sad yeah like kids are just so vulnerable
1: yeah to that kind of a thing yeah and and yeah like if you you do typically trust adults yeah you know like people that
0: are older than you and especially like authority figures like this is your boss Mm -hmm. so she didn't want to make him mad like oh my god that's just know that like jobs come and go but like your safety and if someone's freaking you out like you do not need to work at that business or a place or whatever it's crazy
1: yeah there are always gonna be jobs out there especially like if you are like a teenager that needs work and it's not like a job where you need a college degree for it or something it's just like a like a retail job or like at a restaurant or yeah something that like a younger person could do without much prior experience like there are so many (laughs) jobs always available for that so just don't stay in a unsafe environment or like yeah unhealthy or I don't know yeah don't do that to yourself I don't like that okay nope (laughs) my former teacher was home alone when she was a child some point in the 70s probably a man knocked on her door and she opened her main door but kept her screen door locked he said he was from the gas company and wanted to talk to her parents she told him they weren't home and he without missing a beat tried to start forcing his way into the home when he found the screen door to be locked he pulled out a fucking box cutter and started cutting through the screen my teacher ran to hide in a clothes hamper in her parents closet She said she sat there for about 10 minutes before the police arrived. Thank God a neighbor saw everything and called the police or she probably would be dead. Also, to put the cherry on the freaking creepy Sunday, they found the intruder hiding in the attic? She told us that as a cautionary tale to lock all doors and windows when home alone. Of course, naturally, I would go home from school to be alone for hours. Doom.
0: Wait, literally, that's that's crazy so he he did make it into the house yeah and then he just instead of trying to look for her no that's even more like sinister instead of trying to look for her and just hurt her right then and there he just hides straight to the attic to hide like a bat or
1: a vampire no i don't know where i pulled that from but
0: (laughs) (laughs) no just to like come out at a different time like once the police are gone just waiting I hate that's the waiting. Worse, I know. Stories. Ew. Ew. That's so scary. And yeah, why that house? Did you just know that there was a little girl that True. lived there? true Ew.
1: I know I'm always so like curious are these things targeted or is it just a random crazy person and like y- this person happens to be his chosen victim yeah because sometimes they seem so determined for this one person that I know like they don't even know them they just choose them in that moment yeah and that is so scary another paranoid tip don't ever say your parents are not home to a stranger true or that you're home alone in mm-hmm. general even on the phone or like anything
0: yeah Ugh. My wife and I stayed at a small rental property in Bath, UK this spring. Whilst in bed, I heard the gate to the property right outside our bedroom window open and close quietly. This immediately made me jump up and became alert. I heard someone trying to quietly walk on the gravel driveway out our front door until the motion sensor light came on. I saw a person's shadow dart against the wall outside of our room and instantly went into attack mode. I ran into the kitchen and grabbed a knife from the wooden block and stood at the front door ready to pounce. It was silent for way too long long and then i heard someone running away and the gate slam my wife said that once the motion light turned off the person took off running i have no idea what their intentions were but i almost stabbed the hell out of someone that night it still gives me goosebumps thinking about it that's terrifying i don't like that i am always so scared when i'm staying at an airbnb just in Mm -hmm. the middle of nowhere like if it's like in the mountains or something and there's just no light it's all dark and you get there at night and when you look out the window you can't see anything Mm -hmm. because it's just pitch black terrifying.
1: It is scary. I'm also just afraid of Airbnb in general. I mean, I still travel and use it but like the owner you don't know the owner and they have like full access to the place you're staying
0: oh my god I went I went to it, like a small ski trip over the winter with two friends and we got to this house and this is the one that I'm thinking of when I get there and it's in the mountains and pitch black yeah. and you can't see anything out the windows and then in the morning it's like oh you realize that it's just a wide open yard but you cannot see it at mm-hmm. night there's three of us first friend walks in while we're trying to like get the bags out of the car, and then. And you kind of like go around the corner to the bathroom and I walk in. Now there's like two friends. I thought the other one went out already. It's like something weird happened where I walked around the corner and I saw this bathroom door like slightly open with the light on. And I was like, <gasps> I ran out. I didn't say anything. I ran out, grab my friend and I start calling the third one. I'm like, where are you? Get out of the house. Like I was so scared. We were freaking out. And then she just comes casually walking out. She's like, what? <laughs> And we're like, where were you? Were you just in the bathroom? And she's like, yeah, did you go to the bathroom? And I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. I thought it was like the Airbnb owner. Yeah, or, like, just like someone, waiting. Yeah, it was like stowed away in there.
1: Ew. So scary. <laughs> A few years ago, I went to a Christmas party. That night, my housemates went home earlier while I decided to stay and get in the Christmas spirit with a few other friends. I ended up getting pretty hammered and got home around 3 a.m. Instead of going straight to bed, I got another beer inside, then went out to the back porch to have a smoke and look at the stars. I was outside a couple of minutes. When I see the light go on in the kitchen, my housemate comes out and looks at me out the back, I wave and generally look like a drunk idiot. I thought he was going to come out and get a debrief on the rest of the evening as there were some good laughs we had not relevant to this story. Anyway, he just gets a glass of water and goes to bed. I finish my smoke and beer and so do I. The next morning, we're rehashing the previous night when he mentions getting up and seeing me having a smoke out the back who came back from the party with you last night. I gave him a sideways look and replied, no one dude, I was out there alone. He insists nah man, there was someone out there with you behind you on the porch when you were Looking inside waving. I didn't come out because I thought it was some random friend from the Christmas party I didn't know. Couldn't be bothered making introductions. To this day, he stands by this version of events. Whoever it must have been standing close behind me the whole time, I saw no one and heard nothing. Gives me the willies every time I think about it. Ew that one is really creepy. That could
0: be a ghost or a yeah. person.
1: Oh, I didn't I don't I went straight to ghosts. I didn't even think about just like a random dude just like standing there. I don't know which one's worse. I, I really either. never know.
0: I mean they didn't do anything so I guess a ghost isn't bad that is insane oh there's somebody with you I was alone that's like just a horrible yeah feeling if someone said that to me like who was that with you I would
1: have been like I'm going to my grave now like I literally cannot go on no if there if I
0: knew there was I would convince myself that they were messing with me yeah and I'd be like oh they're just lying even if they weren't yeah I need to live in delusion yes (laughs) wow about two years ago, I was driving home from a family reunion pretty late at night, and the drive was about two hours. I didn't stay the night because I had to be back for work the following day. Most of the drive was on roads with dense bushes and trees on either side, the real creepy ones you see in a lot of movies. Anyway, I had been driving about 45 minutes, and I was starting to get really tired. You know how sometimes you just suddenly become really tired out of nowhere? Well, yeah, that happened to me. I knew I wasn't going to last, but I didn't come across any place that I felt I could park in Sleeply Safe. I mean, Sleeply Safe. <laughs> Safely swear. Pod the internet stopcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Safely sleep. Anyway, after it became clear to me that I wasn't going to find a place to pull up and my tiredness wasn't going away, I did something very questionable. I pulled over to the side of the road, onto the grass behind some bushes, to try to hide my car from anyone else who was going to come past. The roads weren't empty. I came across another car every few minutes or so. I made a mental note that the time was eleven twenty-two, and then I fell asleep. Sometime later, I was awoken by a scratching sound. I looked at the clock. Eleven fifty. The sound stopped after a few seconds, and because I was still extremely tired i didn't bother looking around and simply went back to sleep i was later awoken by the same sound and it was now 12:40 this time it really freaked me out because the sound didn't stop the thought ran across my mind that it was just an animal inspecting the car but why would it return almost an hour after it had left the previous time i looked in my rearview mirror and just managed to catch a glimpse of something running away into the forest now at the time i thought it was the damn hook killer you know that one that scratched the couple's car and then slaughtered the guy when he got out to investigate? F that. I thought to myself, so I got the hell out of there. There was a bend no more than 100 yards up the road, and as I came around it, there was a car parked off to the side of the road with the driver's side door open. I slowed down just to look to see if anyone was in there. There wasn't. And then I looked in my rearview mirror. I didn't see anything, and all of a sudden, this guy, comes, this guy comes sprinting around the corner. He starts screaming at me, shouting stuff like, hey, hey, you, get the F out of your car now i noped the f out of there and sped off i never saw the guy again moral of the story don't sleep on the side of a deserted road get out of your car please what what does any of that story mean literally what does that mean why did that happen what was the scratching what was the scratching what was running away from the car he was Oh, he was he? I, don't, I know. don't know. That's what I like. He said he saw something running away. See, the thing is, like, it could have been an animal and it could have been one of those like coincidences where he heard an animal and then he heard an animal like a different one an hour later. Yeah. And that's just what happened to wake him up and scare him enough to leave. But if that scratching hadn't occurred, he would have just been asleep there when this guy came up to him oh my god i just heard a did yeah, you hear that yeah i just heard a car honk and i was like what is that <laughs> i'm getting
1: so scared now why did he leave his driver door open and why did he go why did he leave his car and then come running after the car that was driving away like i'm just i'm having trouble like picturing all of this you yeah know? i don't even know that's that's crazy
0: weird. Get out of your car. No, I don't like it. Never get out of your car. Never get out of your car. That's our motto. I think this is the last scary story. And then we have a few, like, wholesome, funny ones.
1: Oh, okay. A few summers ago, I went for a bike ride around midnight with a friend. We went our separate ways at the end of the evening, and I had about two blocks to ride back by myself. Because of construction, I had to ride on the sidewalk, but the streets were dead. But it wasn't a problem until right where I was about to turn left onto my street. Oh, no. (laughs) There was this man walking by himself, maybe 40s, a little scruffy, but not homeless. I'm just thinking of the 3 a.m. smiling man. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Again. The sidewalk was narrow, and I didn't want to freak him out, so when I got about six feet behind him, I said, hey, behind you, and he turned around and gave me this super angry look. I turned down my street, and he started to follow me, literally screaming at me. And about how he was going to kill me and all of that. I live right off the corner and I didn't want him to figure out so I decided to do another loop around the block. That's not the scary part. The scary part is when I looped back around and looked down the street I saw him standing on my fucking front stoop staring out at the street like the mother effer knew I lived there. He saw me ride by again but didn't say anything. I ended up going back to the friends, but my bike got stolen from the alleyway behind the house two days later. The guy in question was definitely not actually homeless We have a large population of mentally ill in the area, unfortunately, downtown of a medium-sized city, so if I didn't think the sidewalk was too narrow to pass, otherwise I wouldn't have disturbed him. Half the scary part was that he looked pretty much completely normal for my area. That being said, I ended up texting my mom, and she made the decision to notify law enforcement until my bike
0: was stolen. That's terrifying that he was on the front step. Yes! How did he know? (gasps) <gasps> ew i just we can never go home no
1: but this person didn't and he yeah still he didn't knew. even go home
0: <gasps> ew that's so scary okay well we have a few wholesome ones i don't know if they're wholesome But they might be. I would call it creepy more than scary, but my mom's friend had a small house and lived alone. She noticed weird things, a batch of soup depleting faster than usual, missing eggs, damp towels in the hamper when she hadn't used any, extra dishes in the dishwasher, etc. This went on for months. She thought she was just being forgetful. One day she heard some thumping around in her attic and went to investigate. She found some makeshift living quarters, small radio, hot plate, sleeping bag, pillow, food wrappers, etc she called the cops who came to keep an eye on the place keep an eye on the place (laughs) after finding that they ended up catching a homeless man climbing a tree trying to sneak into her attic window he had been doing this almost daily he would wait for her to go to work then go downstairs and help him to food and amenities the funny part about this story is that they got to know each other throughout the ordeal and the guy was actually very respectful just (gasps) down on his luck Aww. (laughs) She didn't press charges. Instead, she she let him move in. Stop. Helped him get a job and he lived in the attic until he got back on his feet. Creepy shit with a happy ending. What? Someone is squatting in your house. Yeah. And then you just are nice enough to be like, oh, well, they're just down on their... Wow, she must be a saint. Yeah. Couldn't be me. No. That's
1: crazy. Wow. Let's him move in. I'm dead. Ew. But
0: yeah, you might as well. You're already set up. <laughs> yeah literally you already made yourself right at home (laughs) might as well just stay yeah when i was in college i stopped at a gas station putting air in my tires and this man came over and started talking to me it started off fine it seemed like he was just friendly and without much social finesse but then he continued to get closer to me and lean on my car it is very difficult to explain but i very much felt like i was in danger there was no real way i could get into my car without trapping myself and it just really seemed like he was intent on sticking around my keys were also in the car because I was a 19-year-old midwestern girl who still trusted the world. He also kept glancing toward the gas pumps, which I felt was a sign he was waiting for me to be alone. About five or six minutes into this, I locked eyes with a different guy, much older, across the parking lot. I tried to convey something is wrong as hard as possible, and he quickly walked inside the gas station. I felt like he was trying to avoid seeing something unpleasant, and I was going to end up alone. A minute later, the older guy comes out of the gas station with a few sodas and walks directly out to me and said something like, good thing you stopped. Your mom has been hinting about being thirsty for the last half hour. I got you a soda too while I was in there. Now do you know how to get to blank town some random town or do you want me to follow I replied that I had better follow because you know how I am with directions so this accomplished two things he gave me an out to the situation and let the creepy guy know that someone was watching I followed him for about three miles out of town at which point the guy just kind of weaved like you're good and I went back to my dorm I never got a chance to thank him in person so every time I tell this story I have to say a big thank you to anyone who has ever done anything like this I have gotten up opportunities to step in and do something similar both times pretending to be a bff of a drunk girl because it looked like she was in a bad position i wish i could tell that guy i will now always get involved when someone looks like they're in trouble because if i'm wrong well i look crazy slash can be embarrassed but if i'm right i can basically save someone oh that is such a good point it's like yeah you get involved actually someone came up to me we were just like walking really slow like walking home and this guy came up to me and was like hey like everything okay and I was like or what did he say he just like came up and said something like so of like hey what's up and I was like hi and like at, at first it scared me because I was like what yeah. are you like who are you why yeah. are you coming up to me like it's late on a street like and he's like what's up everything you guys are having fun or like he said something like that yeah and we were just like yeah just going home and he's like okay okay and I was like okay and then he just like walked away and at first I was like that was so creepy like what are you doing like get away from me but then I was like wait no he was probably just looking out for me and just like making sure that everything was okay yeah and I was like that was actually so nice right yeah I was like he did that in like the most chill way too because he didn't come over and he was I don't know he wasn't like is everything okay here like he almost just like did something awkward whereas that would like allow someone in that situation to be like I don't know to say something more like casual and yeah. and like help them get out of the situation mm. or you could just easily be like no we're good thank you though and that's what he did and yeah I was just like wow that was so nice that is just really inspires nice. me to check on people yeah yeah oh yeah a wholesome ending to a terrifying episode <laughs> I know it's like
1: if I wasn't already super paranoid now I definitely am yeah Ew, I don't
0: even want to okay I have to stop thinking about this stuff <laughs> Ew. Okay, well, hopefully this stuff never happens to us or you or anyone else ever again. We're just gonna be <laughs> super well prepared now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. At least like hearing about these situations can help you think of what to do if you're ever in them. So yeah. I feel like that's good. I think humans might be worse than ghosts, though. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a paranormal one so that to- we can compare. I love the paranormal ones. I don't even want to read them. But they're—I know they're like
1: <laughs> they're, yeah. Because I think they are worse.
0: Yeah. I kind of think they are, but I do feel like they can be wholesome, too. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's our next episode. Who knows? (laughs) I need to go. Kelly's, like, I need to see myself out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For the sake of the podcast.
0: I know. (laughs) Well, hopefully you guys liked our Spooky Season episodes so far. Let us know if you have any situations in your own life. Actually, I don't even know if I want to hear them. No, I guess just share them if you have any. I would love to hear them. Okay. Share them, share them, please. Fine, <laughs> torture me. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We love you, we appreciate you, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Just like so scared, I'm crying. Yeah.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs>